0: James Tellerico is a Texas state representative who left Texas with other Democrats denying a quorum in this special session as Republicans are trying to push through severe anti-democratic voting restrictions. James Tallarico represents District 52. That includes the cities of Round Rock, Taylor, Hutto, and Georgetown in Williamson County. He is a former education nonprofit leader and a public school teacher. Representative Tallarico, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. You are one of a whole bunch of democrats that many of us see as heroes for uh doing this and standing up i keep seeing in the media among um television hosts they, they keep asking the question what is the end game uh what is your plan what is your and and it confounds me and confuses me because i feel like they don't understand how dire this situation is what you're doing right. is is the end game. <laughs> you are That's doing right. what you can to bring attention. Talk a little bit about it.
1: Yeah, I, I completely share your frustration. I'm also frustrated when um, folks on the Hill or in, in our D.C. media, you know, say, well, we, we hear you that democracy is under threat and the American experiment may die, but, you know, the filibuster and we can't, you know, we can't make exemptions to the filibuster. Like, it's just this, it's these misplaced priorities, right? And, and that's why I hope that we as Texas Democrats coming to our nation's capital are bringing a sense of perspective and a sense of urgency because I was elected to serve my community in Texas. That's the community that I grew up in, that raised me. And my neighbors, my family members, my constituents are losing their God given right to vote, the most sacred right in this country. It's under assault as we speak. We're, we are out of time. In Texas, uh, we are. This is happening now, and for our counterparts in D.C., fellow Democrats, I should say, these are members of my own party. For them to be fiddling while Rome burns is is incredibly frustrating, uh, and it's frightening, frankly. You know, to to be facing this kind of unprecedented assault on our democratic system, and have democratic leaders not respond in kind uh, by saving. Our democracy really doesn't 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 bode well for our future prospects uh, as a democratic system.
0: Tell us about um, some of the meetings and uh, what you've heard and who you've spoken to. We've seen reports of uh, many of the Texas Democrats meeting with the Vice President, meeting with others in the White House. Talk a little bit about what's going on.
1: Sure, we, I mean we've had great meetings with uh, Vice President Harris. We had a great meeting with uh, Majority Leader Schumer, uh, as well as many other senators. We met with uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren this morning. You know, all of the meetings have been productive. Um, you know, all of those, uh, those federal leaders have, uh, have encouraged us and, and um, you know, praised our actions, which is, which is nice. But what I want more than praise is action. Um, you know, the beautiful words that, that President Biden spoke yesterday about about voting rights were uh, important and powerful. But you know what's more powerful than words? Majorities. And <laughs> de- the Democratic Party has a majority in the House, has a majority in the Senate, and holds the White House. They have no excuse for not passing the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the For the People Act. And I hope that by us coming here, we can demonstrate the uh, the problem at hand, and we can hopefully inspire uh, leaders like Joe Manchin to use every tool in their toolbox to save American democracy. Uh, as you know, we all left behind our families. We left behind our, our elderly parents. We left behind our sick loved ones. I have, I have a, a colleague that came with us who had to cancel her wedding to come here, to break quorum, Wow. Like those are the kind of personal sacrifices we're making. Obviously, it's nothing compared to the sacrifices that brave Americans have made throughout our entire history to protect the right to vote. And all Joe Manchin has to do, all he has to do is make one exception to one Senate rule, and he can save this American experiment. So I, uh, have I hope you, that contract. Uh,
0: have <laughs> okay. you met with him? I saw reports that you were meeting with him.
1: Yes, we have not met with him yet, but we will be meeting with him. Um, the meeting is currently being being scheduled, uh, and so I I hope you know not only do we um, do we bring persuasive arguments, but I hope just our very presence can be a reminder to Senator Manchin about um, about the dire straits we're in uh, in states like Texas and Georgia, and the need for him to act now uh, to pass these critical pieces of legislation.
0: Yeah, and you know one of his points that he's made is that. We can't have uh, partisan voting laws. We can't have laws passed that only Democrats will vote for if we get rid of the mm-hmm. filibuster. Uh, but that's what happened in Texas. Like uh, mm-hmm. that, It just seems that point that he, he doesn't get or he doesn't want to see right. that.
1: Right. And, and, and that's why we have to separate out voting rights as different from every other issue. Voting rights is not an issue like all the rest. And, you know, as a, to be very honest, you know, I'm a Texas Democrat uh, in a state dominated by Republicans. We don't hold a majority in the House. We don't hold a majority in the Senate. We don't have the governor's mansion. We haven't won statewide office in Texas since 1994. when I and started. And you're a very
0: gerrymandered so, state. <laughs>
1: that's right. Yeah. It's, uh, we 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 are a um, a, a very, um, you know, beaten down minority in Texas. Uh, we still got a lot of fight in us, as you've seen this week. And we fight every day on the House floor. We fight on issues like abortion and guns and school curricula and immigration. And we lose those fights almost every time to our Republican colleagues. And we dust ourselves off and we get back to work the next day and we lose again Uh, because that's how democracy works, even if it doesn't go your way. Right. But the reason we broke quorum is because voting rights is different. Voting rights is foundational and the Republicans are trying to rig the rules of the game. We are we as Texas Democrats have said we are willing to debate issues. But we are not willing to debate democracy itself. That's why I think an exemption to the filibuster needs to be made for voting rights, because it is essential, because it is foundational, because it underpins the entire system that we enjoy as Americans.
0: Uh, Absolutely agree. Uh, You went on Fox News uh, with Pete Hegseth. And, you know, the Texas Democrats are showing Democrats across the country and in the Senate uh, how to do it in terms of, you know, what you did in standing up. Uh, But you're also showing how to deal with these people on Fox News. You went on there. And I I want to play the clip uh, that I have in which— you're telling him he's promoting conspiracies and lies and everything else, which I think he was probably shocked by. And then you asked him a simple question. Uh, did you know, are you willing to say Donald Trump won the election? Uh, and, and he refused to answer your questions. I, I, I want to play this. It starts out with you uh, speaking for those uh, who are listening, and then you can fill in the gaps for us.
1: You have made a lot of money personally, and you've enriched a lot of corporations with advertising by getting on here and spewing lies and conspiracy theories to folks who now trust about you. My and so what I'm asking you to do is I to see. tell your voters right now that Donald Trump hey, lost the election in 2020. Hey, at least you resolve resolved that? That? the lie that is, at you the lie that is, Democrats are now for voter asked? ID. It's not did you hear your show, I sir. But at least, did, I, at least you resolve Donald the Trump, idea that Democrats are not for voter ID. in 2020? Real quick. Can you answer the question? Did Donald Trump lose the election in 2020? I think I'm answering questions I'm not. Don't is, really this feel an, any is, this, obligation is this an uncomfortable, to an uncomfortable question for you? No, it's is this ab- the, the, well, the reason My question is, why, is why are you in Washington D.C. and
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, as you said, very uncomfortable for him. Uh, talk a little bit about what happened.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I I appreciate you saying that. Um, Texas Democrats are showing something a little different. Um, you know, we we're a uh, we're a rowdy bunch uh, in Texas, as you know, always have been from. Baby Crockett to Lyndon Johnson to Barbara Jordan, um, you know we we know how to fight in Texas. And as Democrats, mm-hmm. we we have had to compete with Republicans, um, you know for for decades now uh, on the House floor. You know, as a Democrat in Texas, uh, you've got to you got to be ready to go toe to toe with with Republicans, and you got to be willing to push back and fight back. And that's the attitude I think uh, we have brought to to this city, and hopefully that can be something uh, to inspire Joe Manchin and President Biden uh, to fight with the same kind of tenacity, um, to fight like Texans, because that's exactly what we need at this moment um, in American history. Uh, And and so, you know, the the reason I asked um, uh, that host about the big lie is because that is the heart of the matter. That is the reason we are all here. Donald Trump's big lie that the election was stolen in 2020 is the only reason you and I are talking right now on this show. Um, If if Donald Trump hadn't lied uh, about the election being stolen, I would be back at my desk in the Texas Capitol working on early childhood legislation, uh, hopefully bipartisan, and I wouldn't be in Washington, D.C. and wouldn't be on your show. And there wouldn't be a voter suppression bill in Texas or in Georgia or Mm -hmm. in any other state. So that big lie is the genesis of this entire effort to undermine democracy. And until we understand that, uh, we're not going to completely understand why Republicans have launched this full-out assault on our democratic system?
0: Mm-hmm. And that clip that I just played went viral uh, on Twitter. And you know, again, getting back to what I said at the beginning of the interview, when I see these inter- these hosts saying, "What is your end game? What is your plan?" and I say. Mm-hmm. This is the end game. You're getting the message yeah. out, and, and you went right. into the belly of the beast, Fox News, and you took right. them on, and, and their viewers had to see it, but also many other people now saw that. And of yeah. course, the press conferences you're all having, the meetings you're having, you're bringing right. attention, And if part of the bringing attention is shaming some of the other Democrats who don't have uh, the courage in right. Washington, that needs to be done. And, yep. and that is the end game. This is an emergency.
1: That's exactly right. It needs to be treated like an emergency. You know, we just celebrated America's 244th birthday. Um, and if we expect this American experiment of ours, this precious democracy of ours to survive for 244 more years, then we have to act. Um, and we can't be worried about uh, adjusting Senate rules. Uh, we can't be worried about political considerations on on Capitol Hill. This is bigger than that. It is bigger than Texas Democrats. It's bigger than Joe Manchin. It's bigger than Joe Biden. This is bigger than all of us. And too many people throughout the history of this country have fought and bled and died for the sacred right to vote. And I know that my colleagues in Texas uh, and I, we refuse to sit by and idly watch this democracy of ours wither on the vine.
0: We had a lot of discussion about the president's speech, uh, which was very powerful in terms of what he said. Um, And, you know, he gave it in Philadelphia. Um, I think he gave this speech because people had been pressuring him to speak out on this issue. But he didn't bring up the filibuster. He didn't talk about it. He didn't come out against it. And, you know, it's what a lot of people uh, are criticizing him about. And you know there are those who are saying, well, maybe behind the scenes they're doing this or that. From your sense in the meetings you're having, what is your sense of what is being done on this in, in, in terms of what the White House is doing?
1: You know, in the meetings that I've had, I'm 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 comforted to know that these federal lawmakers from the White House to the Senate to the to the um, to the House, these leaders understand there's a problem. And that's, that's a good start. You know. I think what the question before them is, what action are they willing to take to solve that problem? And currently, it seems like there may be movement on some kind of compromise of uh, voting rights legislation. And honestly, as a, as a, uh, a legislator in Texas who, who only cares about protecting the rights of his constituents to vote, I will take any, any compromise that will accomplish that end. Uh, and so I, I hope, even if it's not the full uh, version of the For the People Act, which I think is necessary, but even if it's not that, that full version of the bill, as long as we get some type of bare minimum protection from my constituents, I'll consider that a victory.
0: And would that compromise be a compromise that would be agreed to avert the filibuster over or the idea that there would be Republicans who would vote on that?
1: That I think remains to be seen. Um, I think the first step is for (laughs) is for uh, Democratic lawmakers uh, in in both chambers to come to an agreement. Um, And that is easier said than done at this point. But Mm -hmm. the but the the point of our visit is not to work out the minutia of the bill. um, And it's not to forge compromise in Congress because we're not Congress people. The only goal of our visit is to underscore multiple times how urgent this crisis is and explain in clear language to our federal counterparts that if we don't do something now this democracy of ours will unravel.
0: Absolutely true and thank you uh on behalf of so many of us uh for doing what you did and 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 to the other uh democrats uh who left and and um and and also uh speaking out and going on Fox News and uh, sounding the alarm. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's such important work and we really do appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you. I, I appreciate all the support. And honestly, part of this, part of our mission was to uh, turn the media spotlight onto this topic. And so by you covering this on your show, you're helping us achieve that goal. And, and I want to thank you for that.
0: And, and yes, thanks for coming on the program. And we look forward to having you back as this, uh, proceeds, uh, really great speaking to. with you. James Tellerico who is a representative in Texas, one of the Texas Democrats, District 52 uh, in Texas, and someone who has uh, also taken on Fox News. Great speaking with him. You can follow him at James tellerico T-A-L-A-R-I-C-O, on Twitter. We're back in a few minutes. The Michelangelo Signorelli Show. No limits, no boundaries. On SiriusXM.